0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta.
1: Angres apna Lagan or News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi Welcome to the Hafta where we have a very special panel today actually. We have our in Chief Madhu Trehan. Hello. We have Hartosh Singh Bal who many subscribers had written in and said we haven't had him for a long time. And I think you guys are feeling that there are too many voices from the right coming which I don't think are enough still. But Hartosh, welcome back. We, uh, subscribers have been missing you.
2: Uh, it hasn't been that long. I've come here some thirty times again without payment. Once again,
1: <laughs> well, obviously, see?
2: subscribers aren't enough. I keep saying this. Subscribers <laughs>
1: aren't enough. See, you got to subscribers. You want him back. You got to get more friends and family to subscribe. So we got to pay him because eventually, see,
2: I, maybe three, four years down the line, maybe at t- some. Tell me, how much is
1: Arna paper appearance? Five thousand. What is what is this thing? When, Generally, all these other channels, but between three and ten, right? Or three five to five? five, five to ten. So I mean we should also be able to get at least give at least five. That's that's how it should be. Then we have our managing editor Raman. Hi. And I'd like to introduce a very special panelist joining us from the Bay Area. We shall not reveal her name because she doesn't want to be um identified because she's going to be making her you know very candid views clear. She's a Kashmiri subscriber she now lives in the bay area but uh, she had uh, she had written to us and said she'd like to be a part of the panel because she has lots to say being a kashmiri first you know a, a first hand account of someone there she did her schooling at an indian embassy school in the gulf she did her medical education in india and she's after that done all her education in the us but uh, i shall refer to you as our kashmiri subscriber is that okay ks yeah that's perfect Did you spend any time in your childhood in Kashmir, or you just have family there who you visit?
0: Oh, that's a good question. So um, my family is basically based out of Kashmir, and so every summer we go down there, and it is home uh, still. And uh, I have spent an extended. The maximum I've spent in Kashmir is about six months. I see. Uh, That was mostly when you know it was some some between the phases of medical school and. fellowship
1: and residency and stuff like that i see so and now you're in the u.s okay so before we start i just have a couple of announcements those of you who are asking us about the media rumble videos about i think 13 or just over a dozen have gone up another dozen will go up over the next week we're going to be uploading two or three every other day also we have a new news laundry sena project up uh, where we are Going into who owns which media house, which company owns which company, which owns which media house. Like I said, it's a very long, drawn out procedure when you go to each company and each media house. So we like your support in being able to afford that. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes rent and salaries. So do go to newslaundry.com, click on the top right hand corner to subscribe, or click on the NL Cena if you want to give us a little more. For our NL Sena projects. So we will talk about Kashmir to our subscriber, alert subscriber from the US, uh, who is of Kashmiri origin. Chidambaram was arrested after a very daring chase over walls and stuff, which was quite exciting, where the fitness of our CBI was was demonstrated.
3: Uh, Can I interject? Please. So there was an interview that uh, uh, his son gave, uh, Karthi. And he was asked that why did he barricade himself hmm. He said he didn't barricade himself hmm. There was no need for them to climb over hmm. And they only had to communicate to him uh, To open the door He was there alone With one uh, staff member who Possibly they couldn't contact So it was a matter of just not communicate, Not getting the communication to open the door
1: Or maybe I thought police could not have <laughs> so that, is, that decided all this
3: drama. This is what Chit, uh, Karthi Possible.
1: said. So, and today as we are recording this, Chidambaram's Supreme Court, his anticipatory bail, which no anticipation left because he was already arrested. But that came about, so he's in jail for the next four days in custody. Um, although I do have some comments on the kind of, you know, when the judges say that the dignity of the... What's the word for it? Should we say accused? Victim?
3: Should we say victim?
1: Victim. If of the accused, <laughs> the dignity of the accused must be preserved. वैसे तो पुलिस किसी की dignity preserve नहीं करता They ऐसे parade करती है सबको ऐसे बंदर की ना नीचे बैठा के सब you know like you pose वो तब तो कोई dignity होती नहीं इसके बड़ी that rant is for later then Kashmir uh, schools reopen but as what our reporter who's on the ground Ayush there tells us. A lot of people, he's filed a report, are not sending their children to school. They said, Pale return alive. why should the children be the first one in harm's way? Which makes a lot of sense. They say some landlines have been restored. Mobile services still have not been restored. They had started cable TV, but then, then disconnected it. They must have seen Naranab. And then uh, former IS officer Shah Faisal actually was detained. And his case in the Supreme Court, I was really shocked. They said, on 3rd September to hear habeas corpus plea. So what's the benefit habeas corpus? Ka? Us par hum thodi and uh, there's some international news Which we shall come to later uh, I'll go over those headlines And the Ravidas temple demolition Which has led to Major ladai Jagara in Delhi In fact two days ago There was that entire Whether it was a rally or it was a procession Which kind of left a lot of broken cars And burnt motorcycles In its wake We shall discuss that But first let's come to Kashmir So let me give you the first word, our wonderful subscriber, our KS, Kashmiri subscriber. You had written to us, you wrote a very impassioned mail. Uh, What do you get from your family, if you've spoken to them at all? I I don't know if you've actually been able to speak with them. And tell us, you know, why did you send us that mail?
0: Well, um, so I have, my parents were there actually, and they just returned. So I did get to speak to them. It was very... um, It was kind of a heartbreaking phone call because my dad probably, I think, as with any Desi parent, they've always been entrenched in the politics. And particularly if you're a Kashmiri parent, I mean, that's pretty much all you do. So I think uh, for them, it was just very difficult. And he... There's a lot of, even within the phone calls that we, conversations that I had, they were concerned that the phones were tapped because it is a Kashmir-based number. And they're like, yeah, I really don't want to talk about it, kind of a conversation. So a lot of information is really from Twitter and um, from people that uh, I am talking to right now. He did mention that, he's, uh, so I asked him, my first reaction was like, so how was it? And he was like, I don't know how it was. I'm, I've been under siege for 15 days, so it's hmm. difficult to say what uh, what it has been like so i think it's really sinking in for most of us in fact i saw a tweet today which which is very apt it, basically there are two kinds of people in Kashmir right now people who are shocked and hurt and humiliated and then the other ones who are like look i told you this was going to happen and so there you go so i think uh, a lot of the people that i know probably belong to the first camp but there is a huge number in the second camp so, so let me let know, me ask you this kind of-
1: where it is now. Why is the sanctity of Article 370 such a big deal for you as a Kashmiri personally? Like, for example, I mean, I'm just trying to understand that how does that one section um identify, you know, why is it central to your identity as a Kashmiri? Why does it hurt so much?
0: I think for for most people in Kashmir, and I'm speaking for, you know, the valley and um, the surrounding areas, it has been, for them, this has been an ongoing process since 1948, 48, since they've been asking for the plebiscite. So from their point of view, uh, this is just like, you know, they felt like when they, when Sheikh Abdullah was arrested in '53, it was the start of, you know, where the Indian state betrayed, quote-unquote, the Kashmiri sentiment. And then when the election was rigged in 87, it was the same thing. And then this is just, you know, the the third and probably the biggest one. And and I think the the fact that India has also changed so much in the last 10 years mm-hmm. um, compared to, you know, the India of 53 and again 87. And now, so it is um, just the, the way it was done, what was done, and um, uh, just uh, the fact that for for most Kashmiris, there is a lot of talk of this is impending genocide. And uh, I've so been hearing basically, a lot of that. So
1: what you're saying I mean, is... There's
0: actually Genoso- Genocide Watch has put it out there. I mean, so, so what you're not, saying is it's, it's not, not so much... we're
1: saying this stuff. But. It's not so much Section 370. In your minds, it is something that this is a first step to that. That's, that's what you're saying. By no, itself, it doesn't mean in, anything. In
0: our minds, it's almost like the third step. To the final thing, you know what I'm saying. So it's this has been happening since '48, and uh, this is just one more. Uh, so when when the people who are saying we told you so, were the people who said oh well they already did this twice. Why would you? Why did you trust them the third time? And then the ones who are shocked are like well how could they do this to us? So for us it is a, a progression of the loss in um, in the faith of the Indian Constitution, which, you know. I see. I don't know how you guys are seeing it.
1: My question to you. Um, uh Kashmiri subscriber is <laughs> the the I'll refer to you as KS because we won't give a name. You know, I have spoken to several Kashmiri pundits who actually fled from there. And while uh, in Punjab, you know, when the because my own family is from Punjab, you know, when Patala and all that when they fled, there was there was not a feeling that that the majority wanted them out of there. Everyone is shit scared of the terrorists, so people will not really speak up. It didn't have the the support that, you know, when you go, I'll occupy your house. Is this narrative true and does it need to be addressed that when this entire intimidation of the Kashmiri Pandit happened, did the regular folk who are not separatists actually stoke that fire rather than try to quell it?
0: So, uh, when that happened, I can... um... So I'm a minority in this country. Right. So when uh, they put up the Muslim ban here, you had people from Google and people from all of these places going to the airport and saying uh, that we will not allow this. Mm. And, you know, at that moment, I thought, like, why did we not do this for the when the pundits were when this was happening? Mm. So I did ask a lot of people because I was physically not on the ground in January of 1990. And I did not have any pundit friends, so I can't speak for any Mm. any reference that Mm. they might have given me. But I I can tell you, everybody universally said that everybody that I know would be, and this is generally the thing, like you said, people were scared for themselves Hmm. because people who were harassing the pandits had guns. Hmm. And so it was a lot of that was uh, pretty much, I would say, I have yet to meet, you know, very, there must be, I'm sure they exist, but that's a minority. I think majority of Kashmiri Muslims were more scared for themselves with the change in the milieu of the place rather than... uh, were anti pandits uh, to the point of wanting to wanting to you know let that um, migration happen uh, but again it was still a really dark chapter and uh, hmm. I you know it's we're still kind of dealing with the fallout from that so.
1: Now let's just move on to this whole Chidambaram fracas Madhu. Uh, just deserts eh? the operation Green Hunt and Many journalists who can't stand Modi. Here, this is where I say that hate is almost as powerful as an emotion as love. I know so many people who can't stand Modi, but they are very thrilled with the with what is being done to Chidambaram because as Home Minister, he was so nasty, so nasty. In fact, Dhania tweeted that he snatched her phone and threw it, and she just never went to interview him after that. He was a he's he was a horrible man. I mean, as as Home Minister,
4: even even as Ministry of uh, uh finance, finance minister yeah. uh, IRS officer who is heading ED yeah. the director I'm forgetting his name he worked under Mr. Chidram <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's 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 trying to you know get everything and he's, he's plant I mean I think two three days ago he also gave an informal note to each journalist who visited <laughs> <was> <laughs> him <name>. but, <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but, but I will I will say this that if if karma truly comes back to bite you in the ass, I can't wait for f- five years from now. <laughs> There's a lot of karma to go around all over. I said it might be 10, 15 years, but eventually. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Madhu, uh, this entire. Was it a made for TV drama? Did, in your view. I think so.
3: I think a lot of it was made for TV drama, but I think what uh, is not surprising is the little support Chidambaram has got from uh, the major public. Mm. The only he's support not a he's got, I mean, he only he's, support he's got is from the Congress Party uh, and and his members and everything and mm. that that's all. But r- even within the Congress Party, not that many. He's got the mm. the lawyers who have they were not uh, getting along. In fact, during uh, when they were when UPA was in power, but now they are they're his lawyers. So it, that's also a very funny uh, situation. Mm, they were always at loggerheads. Yeah, and um, but. Uh, whether there's truth to what um, what he, they've been accused of, uh, one interview that I saw, Karthi Chidambaram, in, he also, uh, some, the que- questioner asked him wh- whether, uh, what about all your properties in London that you have bought, uh, five flats or something like that. And so he said, look, somebody can say I own the White House. How do I disprove that I own it? Hmm. They have to prove that I own it. I can't... Prove that I don't own something when I don't own it. I don't yeah. have. So that is a point. So I think what they come up with in terms of charges will be interesting. In Rani Mukherjee's, uh testimony is is fascinating of what she's come up with. Karti Chidambaram denies every bit of it. Says he's never met her. Hmm.
1: But so I mean, again, nothing of that has been corroborated. So but that far. may be true. She she doesn't have to meet him to actually pay his company. I mean, but she says she met. Okay, she, okay, she, she says she doesn't. met
3: him. Yeah. So, there's a Roshiman here. Who's telling the truth? Well, because, yeah. Uh, I mean,
4: uh, no, her her statement, uh, I think uh, she is an approver now. Yes. And she has given this statement under Section 60, 164. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, it needs to be corroborated. So, it hasn't been corroborated so far. And, and the investigation is on for the past two years. Twelve times Chidramram has been uh, interrogated. Karthi has also been, uh, you know, interrogated and he was put behind bar also. So, all of a sudden, I think it is more like a vendetta. So what because because I, I think that the CBI doesn't... I mean, if you leave CBI alone, they don't work like this. CBI, they're very good officers out there. What they do, they first very quietly, they, set, uh, they, they, they find the entire trail... And after finding the trail, then they, then they come make to up you. a case against person. But in all political cases, before setting up a trail, they just start uh, doing you know these kind of uh, exercises, climbing the Tamashii. wall. On and on. So what if Peter Mukherjee corroborates it? Hmm? Peter Mukherjee. What value will that have? Because he's also no. See nothing. See if somebody makes a statement under Section 164, it is valuable. I'll hmm. say. But it needs to be corroborated further. You have to have a paper trail. Which, uh, which hasn't happened as you yet. You need
2: independent proof that the yes. meeting took place. Yes. In whichever way it does. For no.
4: example, I mean, is 2G's camp? Anil Lambani, I mean, there were so many things. Haan, but, sahab, no
2: one
1: uh, is
4: in Kanimori, Raja, everyone's. I mean, ni? there
2: we had Ranjit Sinha meeting, uh, Tony ah. J. Soudassan, every time he had some private conference hmm. every day, and we have records of everything. Yes. Hmm. All that has disappeared. So, there's a certain convenience. All the cases that are proceeding against people stop as soon as they join the BJP. Hmm. You know, you can look at uh, Mukul Roy, for example, what has happened to that case. You can pick up many examples. And the question here is simply that, yeah, obviously there's not much reason to be sympathetic to Chidambaram. What we have to be sympathetic to is the idea of whether the rule of the law and exactly. that has already yeah. been screwed over many times and under uh, this otherwise, government. Otherwise, I mean, they
1: can do this to anyone on anything. Na? And, and
2: uh, I mean, I think the what we have to point out to Mr. Chidambaram, I couldn't care less whether he was a good person or a bad person, whether he was a good minister or bad minister is what should concern us. That hmm. I mean, there were cases against a certain Mr. Amit Shah, if they had been probed with the necessary care by a good home ministry,
1: <laughs> then <he> I mean, <laughs> that this
2: day might not have come, you know, quite simply.
1: <laughs> okay, I have another quick announcement and we'll have two quick issues and we'll wind up. Uh, for those of you who are not able to access Hafta on our app because the app is down, please go through our web. Don't go through the app because like I told you, the app is going to take a while to fix. But meanwhile, if you must listen to our podcast through the app, you can go to CastBox. Uh, and those of you wondering, you don't uh, subscribe twice. If you're a subscriber on News learning, then come through our website, whether it's through the web or whether it's through the uh, through the browser on your laptop. But if you want to come in through an app, then go to CastBox, which is a podcast platform. And those of you who are listening to this podcast on different platforms like iTunes and Stitcher, the latest podcasts are not uploaded on those. You are three weeks behind because the latest ones are only available to subscribers. And the only Platform where you can get the latest is through Castbox, for which you pay five ninety rupees. And why is it more expensive there? Because Google gets thirty percent cast eighteen uh, percent is tax, and the rest comes to us. What about SoundCloud? SoundCloud also they they'll get only three week old stuff. So you can come through Castbox, click on it, and if you subscribe to the premium package, then you'll get the latest. Uh, that's yeah, that's 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 what you'll have to do. And secondly. You can, where do you uh, download this? You can download Castbox on the Google Play Store or, you know, any of the places where you download stuff. And if you're listening to our podcast on any other platform, do give us a high ranking because that makes us discoverable more to others. And then more people will listen to us and pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Until you you pay to keep news free, news will die. So, um, no, but, uh, you know, coming back to this whole thing of the new CBI case against Pranoy Roy. I'm just curious, what does the panel think? And you know, let's start from left to right. Mm. What do you think we are trying to, what do you think they're trying to achieve? Because I, I, what I know of the case and you also know that much, I think it is quite easy to show a SEBI violation in the case and how you know ownership was mm. transferred without Hartosh has done a story on it, we've done a story on it. But the criminality, I find it highly unlikely they'll be able to establish any. So, it's just to teach the rest of us a lesson that everybody who steps out of line... Because I can't understand. What is
4: the purpose of this? First of all, the CBI uh, is never supposed to... You know, uh, they rarely handle private cases. Only when the government money is involved Mm. with the private uh, party, then they used to take up these cases. But they never used to handle private
1: cases. So, it's not normal for... This is
4: not normal. A. B such cases have happened in the past. In fact, uh, the most glaring case which I know about Anil Ambani, he had, uh, you know, moved around 1900 crore rupees uh, of public money, you know, to Britain and from Britain to France. Okay, France, he started he set up one shell company and there was a French guy who was the director of that. The same money was sent back to Uh, India Hmm. uh, Shown as investment Into his uh, You know Companies And that's how His shares Just went up Hmm. So this was Detected Hmm. Uh, The British judge Gave A a Judgment This this
1: matter Went to the British courts
4: Yeah Okay It went to the British courts And the British Judge called him uh, A fraud An Indian Capitalist Who is a fraud Hmm. who he has done all this they have named it's it. recorded It's, it's recorded. everything is recorded there's hmm. a judgment hmm. now the SEBI took cognizance of that judgment they fined him 50 crore rupees hmm. okay so they find him there we don't not know criminal. whether he's paid
1: or not if, you, if you
4: read the judgment hmm. judgment is very clearly telling you that it's a criminal case he's a fraud he's done fraud Okay, hmm. so that case and that fifty crore, whether it was paid or not, we are not. No, I am no. not aware. I filed the story when SEBI had fined fifty. Crore. Hmm. So after that, I didn't. Uh, but there track is no it.
1: criminal I charge didn't on that. It.
4: They might have given an application to SEBI to please reduce. So SEBI might have on the slide they may may have reduced. Like hmm. Kapil Sibal had done it. You know, once for Anil Lambani, hmm. the fine was six fifty crore. His his uh, telecom company. Hmm. The fine was six fifty crore. Kapil Sibal reduced it to six crore. Mm. So, so they do it. They mm. do it very often. Okay. So they all are part of the same system. So in this particular case also, uh, our NDTV case, it is
1: there is no public money Very
4: civil. It is civil in nature. There is no criminality. What so is what the purpose? What is why, the, what, the, why, the What criminal conspiracy? But why is the
1: Sarkar doing this? What do they want? Obviously, vendetta. Well, are, are, are I think sure.
2: there is a larger picture, and it refers to see. Uh, there is a climate that has been created. Hmm. I think Madhu referred to the fact that media works in a democracy when there is an open public that looks at what the media reports and then decides whether this is reason to scrutinize the government or not. That has been created to climate where we don't have a public. As soon as you put out a report that says the government has done this, the public reaction saying, but you are like this, or you are so and so, you are anti-national, you're Khalistani, whatever it is. So the substance of the report is negated. That's the climate they've created. How have they created? Part of it is exactly this, that you will pick up, uh, say, in this atmosphere of the media, or the opposition space that you want to tarnish, you will pick up weak links. What does the weak links means? The case itself is not an outright, blatantly false case. Yes, hmm. there are reasons we have reported where something exists under Pranoy and Radhika for hmm. the violation of what they have done. Hmm. Against Chidambaram, there will be violations that are possible. But the manner in which they are being treated... Uh, what is being done violates all provisions of rules. of Why do you need to stop Pranoy Roy from traveling abroad? Do you think mm-hmm. he's running away? I mean, why do you need to arrest somebody in this fashion? Where was Chidamaram going to go? You can interrogate him at home. So this lesson that is being taught, it is the equivalent of filing a sedition case against hardcore. It has no meaning, but it sends a lesson to everybody. It further... Now, when we defend these people, they will turn around and say, look at these guys. They are defending criminals. They are defending mm. this. It is further being used to marginalize any voice that questions it. At the same time, already tarnishing whatever exists of the liberal space or the progressive space. So, this is the kind of people liberals support. This is the kind of media the liberals had to begin with, basically. It's part of that campaign, yes, I see.
1: Okay, let's move on to, I'll just lay the context for our listeners who haven't been following this. About... Two days ago, uh, there was this huge, almost. I mean, depending on what numbers you believe, I think anything from five to ten thousand in total. Um, the yeah,
4: more agitation more than that, more than certainly more, than
1: Okay, more than, than probably. Uh, okay, so then I, I guess probably twenty thirty thousand. Because yeah. if you tens
2: of thousands of if yeah,
1: you fill up Ramlila ground, that's about sixty thousand. Because I remember we used to keep track back in the Jan Lokpal days. If it's half, it's about twenty. So this, if that filled it up, then it's probably in excess of thirty thousand. There were people who were protesting against the demolition of a Ravidas temple for those who don't know who uh, Guru Ravidas is he is a extremely important uh, deity To the Dalit community.
4: Especially in North, I believe. You know, he's not a deity.
3: He's not a deity. He was Ah, a a guru. No. He was 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 like a poet. He was a poet, he was a a writer, and a progressive writer of the Dalit community himself. Of
1: the 15th century, right? It's 500 years old. Yes. Hmm.
3: And he he wrote about discarding all the things that were, were, in his view, debilitating Hinduism. It's not that he. Moved away from Hinduism But he wanted to move away From the caste based Kind of um, Religiosity ritu- rituals In fact mm-hmm. That were in practice he, and he
1: features a lot in the uh, You know those albums That start from Punjab Akha Puta Chamara Exactly So he is in line
3: with Valmiki and Kabir And mm-hmm. Ravidas. Right. So, the, so
2: mm-hmm. Sant Ravidas is the term because mm-hmm. Is part of the Whole Bhakti Sant tradition mm-hmm. He is also part of uh, select poets from the Bhakti tradition are included in the Guru Granth Sahib, okay? okay, And a lot of his verses are there in the Guru Granth Sahib. For the Sikhs, he has a sanctity, which is the equivalent to Baba Farid or uh, Kabir. Uh, and the, the, these poets who are included in the Granth Sahib apart from the gurus themselves, the Sikh gurus, have a huge sanctity for the Sikhs. So you will hear Shabads, etc. Uh, in those verses describes himself as a leather worker so he is from the Jatab or the, that caste hmm. and in Punjab especially the Jatabs have become followers of Sikhism hmm. have now broken away over the last 10 years from Sikhism itself after because they have a continuing line of Guruship that they believe which the Sikh orthodoxy reacts to so Ten years ago in Vienna, a Ravidas guru was assassinated by Orthodox Sikhs and that has led to a schism between the Ravidas followers of Sikhism and Sikhism And itself. They, there's a term for
1: them. Not the, Ravidas the Ravidasiyas is what yeah. we we'll call, call them. So all,
2: they are almost an incipient new religion in Punjab. And mm. so, Jini Mahi and all what we call the whole mm. pop movement are Ravidasiyas themselves. That's so why they, in the
1: videos, the Ravidas plays a very important role. It's also
2: an affluent and powerful community in Punjab because they've had migration, to Europe for two, three generations, to England in the same way as the rest of the population from Punjab. So they have money. And in Punjab, Dalit assertion goes back a long time. So Mm. most of the people who came were coming. So don't look at UP politics for this mobilization. This mobilization was a Punjabi mobilization with Dalit assertion, which has actually never been afraid of pushing back in the first place. So they were not going to be bothered by the police or the threat of others or any upper caste violence. They are far more used to assertiveness and a claiming of identity than Dalits in the rest of North India, the Bhim army jumped in to say that we will support you. But Chandrasekhar was not the driving or organizing exactly. force. Exactly. Yes. So, in yes. fact,
1: the first protests happened in Ludhiana, Jalandhar, Bhagwada, Gurdaspur and Amritsar. So, Hosharpur, uh, and The region mainly. And apparently. Shaheed, Bhagat Singh, Nagar. So, these are the areas where... So, a temple was demolished here in Delhi. I think it is because they are uh, basically in court. They filed a Supreme Court order that there is uh, a uh, no, no, land. They are, uh,
4: they are in green zone. So
1: yeah, uh, they what do you call it? That you have basically illegally spread your no, no, land? No, legal, no, they, no, they, no they called zone. it suddenly
2: a green zone was declared. The temple may be mm. older than the green zone, ah. so they are held in violation. Now, the simple fact, which is what is angering, the, let's say green zone exceptions have been made by the government for hundreds no, no, and no,
1: thousands no. of reasons, and it couldn't be made for exactly. this. Exactly. And in fact, a flyover which we did a story on. In fact, news lawy broke a story. The flower going to Delhi University, it avoided a temple and a mosque, but demolished a school. So we had done that story uh, on that. But so that demolition happened. So there was a discontent among the Dalit community. So they said we will march from here in Ramlila Maidan to Tughlaqabad, where the temple was. And meanwhile, Arvind Kejriwal has said that if. The centre gives me the land, I will rebuild the temple. He's trying to make this an election issue. I think he's smelt an opportunity after a very long time. And he's trying to cash in on it. I don't know how successful he'll be. So that is the context. Now, in that huge gathering of people who were protesting this, in that march, they ended up, you know, breaking a bunch of cars. There was some violence. But that was also the time when three very nimble CBI officials are jumping over a particular wall in Jorbagh. So no camera <laughs> went and showed what is happening there. No one speak with spoke with all those people. What is the problem? Like Hartosh said, I didn't see any analysis that so many exemptions have been made for green zone. Why not this one? Because at that time, you had to show how agile the uh, the, the, the gazelles of the CBI are. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye.
0: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.
1: Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. <laughs>